Well, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome again to the call to prayer. You know, I'm I'm excited today. You know, because um, uh, I've discovered that um, you know, there's something great about when you begin to draw close to God. You understand? You you have different experiences. You know, some are good and some are very interesting and some are very challenging. You know, you see, somebody once said that if you were not being opposed or something like that, it shows that there's not much you're doing. But when you're being opposed or things are happening and, and, and things like that, it's a good sign, you know. So I'm learning, the Bible says what, in all things to give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. So I'm excited and God willing by the grace of God, as long as the Lord gives us um, hope and life, amen. We're going to be praying and seeking his face in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. So I want to welcome you to the call to prayer. Hallelujah. You know, I'm going to um, um, just give a little talk, exhortation. And I believe tonight you will be blessed in Jesus' name. Because it's the call to prayer. But our theme tonight is that you can reverse your death sentence. (laughs) You can reverse your death sentence. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We're looking at prayer. We're looking at a man of God. Amen. In fact, a king. Amen. Who reversed his death sentence. Amen. And the death, you know, there is something called spiritual death, physical death. But whatever kind of death you're experiencing in your life, whether it's financial death, emotional death, I'm telling you and I'm declaring to you in the name of Jesus that you can reverse your death sentence in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We're just going to pray and ask the Lord to bless his word as we look at this. And then we're going to take some prayer requests and reverse in the realm of the spirit, our death sentence in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. Father, tonight we thank you for the power that is in prayer. Lord, we ask you to come and have your way in our midst. Father, I pray that every hearer, of this word tonight would would be blessed and that you would meet them at their point of need in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Welcome to the call to prayer in the name of Jesus. I don't know how you are, but however you are, whatever you are dealing with, whatever you are facing in your life, I'm declaring to you in the name of Jesus that you can reverse your death sentence in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. So, we are going to look at this word here, I believe, in 2 Kings chapter 20, from 1 and verse 6. Hallelujah. So, we know prayer, as we already have broken it down many times, is communication with God. We know prayer is man's acknowledgement of a being higher or greater than himself. You see, the reason we pray is because we know that we've reached our limit. So we need a divine intervention. Amen. We need divine intervention in our lives, spiritually, emotionally, physically. Amen. I don't know about you, but in my life, I need divine intervention in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So tonight we're going to pray. Amen. But before we do that, we're going to look at this little exhortation that you... As a man, as a woman, I don't know what you're experiencing right now, what you're facing in your life. But we're going to look in the Bible about a king 
who reversed his death sentence. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I don't know who may have told you that it's over for you. But I want you to know, it's not, it's not that man who has the last word. But in this case, interestingly, it was man who had the last word. Because you know, sometimes we, as in the church yeah, or in the body of Christ, maybe somebody prophesy or a prophet prophesies and says that, thus saith the Lord, you are doomed or you, you are finished. And then you think, oh my God, that prophet's anointed, he's never got it wrong. So am I finished? I'm going to show you through the scriptures that when the word of prophecy comes, it gives you time, amen, to turn. It's a warning. You understand? It's so your life can change. You can, you can turn it around. Amen. If you don't like what, what was said over you, you can go to God, hallelujah, like this king did, and he reversed his death sentence. So let's go and look at this very quickly. In 2 Kings chapter 20 from verse 1 to 6, this is the story of King Ezekiah when he was visited by the prophet Isaiah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Any death situation in your life, God can turn it around in the name of Jesus. Whatever you're facing, whether it's death in your finance, death in your flesh, death in your family, death in any area. What I mean is that any situation that has been dead, maybe your purpose, you're not pursuing your purpose and that situation has become dead. But what I'm saying is that you can be, the, like the Bible says, it says, awake, awake, O thou that sleepest, and what? Christ, the anointed one, he shall give thee light. What am I saying to you today that you can reverse your death sentence in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So, 2 Kings 20 verse 1 to 6. The Bible says this, and it says, In, in those days, Ezekiah was sick and near death. And Isaiah the prophet, the son of Ammon, went to him and said to him, Thus saith the Lord, Set your house in order, for you shall die and not live. Now, I want you to notice something here. This was not a prophet that says that, you know, and prophesied, blah, blah, blah. It says what? Thus saith the Lord. This is God pronouncing a death sentence to a man, a king. Verse 2, it says this. Then he turned, talking about Ezekiah. He says, then he turned his face to the wall and he prayed to the Lord saying, Remember now, O Lord, I pray, how I have walked before you in truth and with a pure heart and have done what was good in your sight. And Ezekiah wept bitterly. Hallelujah. Verse 4 says, And it happened before Isaiah had gone out into the middle courts that the word of the Lord came to him saying, Return and tell Ezekiah, the leader of my people, thus saith the Lord, the God of David your father, I have heard your prayer tonight. No matter what your sentence is, I am declaring to you that God, if you will call upon him, he will hear your prayer. In your situation, no matter how bad it looks, I want you to know, 
God will hear your prayer. It says, David, your father, I have heard your prayer. Then it says, I have seen your tears. Surely I will heal you. Hallelujah. He said, surely I will heal you on the third day and you shall go up into the house of the Lord. Verse 6 says this, and I will add to your days 15 years. I will deliver you and this city from the hand of the king of Assyria. And I will defend this city for my sake and for the sake of my servant David. Hallelujah. Tonight, in the name of Jesus, you can reverse your death sentence in Jesus' name. Maybe somebody in your family tied has spoken words of death about your life. I want you to know in the name of Jesus, as we read this scripture here, the Bible says Isaiah the prophet came to Ezekiah and told and gave him the message. It wasn't a message from man. But it was from God himself. He says what? Set your house in order. Set your house in order. Hallelujah. He says what? For you shall die and not live. Hallelujah. So I don't know where you are today in your life. Maybe in your family, in your career, in the area of your wealth, your health, or what's going on. What area that you feel like you are sick? You know, you know, when you are sick, it means you are not able to be fruitful or you cannot be as fruitful as you are when you are physically well. You understand? So sickness can be a sign of like not progressing. Sickness can be a form of not, 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 not going through, not, not achieving your goal, not receiving your blessing, not possessing your possessions. But in the name of Jesus, I'm telling you and I'm declaring to you tonight that you will receive your possession and you will receive your blessings in Jesus' name. So very quickly, I just want us to look at this before we pray. Hallelujah. So the prophet um, Isaiah came to him and said to him that, you know, the man, first of all, the king was sick and near to death. Hallelujah. He was what? Sick and near to death. Now, whatever condition that you are sick and near to death, it may not be financial, it may be a physical death. But I want you to know, this man had a serious situation. He was sick and near to death. There's a scripture in Romans chapter 8, verse 38 to 39. Let me just read this very quickly. The Bible says this. It says, For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present or things to come, nor heights, nor depth, not any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Hallelujah. So, the Bible described the king, he was sick and near to death. But I've just read to you, according to God's word. But I've just read to you now, according to God's word. That the Bible says that I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come. Amen. Nothing shall be able to separate us, not even death. So, wherever in your life you've been experiencing the spirit of death, the spirit of sickness. Sickness means that you're not progressing. You can't, you can't move with your full might because you're not healthy. 
Hallelujah. So the Bible says the king was sick and near to death. Then the prophet came to see him. And you would think that in a time, imagine you are at a time when you are sick and near to death. And then a prophet of God comes to you. You would think he's going to bring a word to say, Thus saith the Lord, you know, you shall live and not die. But instead, he told him, Set your house in order. You are going to die. In other words, the prophet pronounced a death sentence upon the king. Hallelujah. I don't know who has spoken a death sentence in your life. But in the name of Jesus, tonight we're going to pray and we're going to reverse it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So the Bible says, the prophet showed up and says, set your house in order for you shall die. He said, said, set your house in order. Now, this setting your house in order is very important. The time and day we're living in, you need to examine your life. The Bible says what? In, um, it says the Bible says that we must each. The, the Bible says in Philippians two twelve. Let me read this. It says, "Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling." In a way, you can use this scripture as being eye service. Like there are some people, we only do good. They will say, "I like you." In front of your face, they will talk good, but behind you, they will talk bad. They will smile at you when you're there and say, oh, she's my friend. Oh, she's my, um, she's so nice. Oh, he's so nice. They will talk about you. But it's, the Apostle Paul here says, beloved, I've always obeyed. He says, "Not don't always obey, only in my presence. Oh, no, no, when I'm there, I know you obey. But I've discovered that you need to obey when I'm not there. <coughs> Amen. So he's saying that you need to obey even when I'm not there, when I'm not present. Hallelujah. So what I'm saying is that you got to understand in this Christian walk, amen, you know, remember the Bible says, behold, all things are open and naked in the eyes of him in whom we have to do. That is talking about God. What am I saying? That God sees you. He is the God who sees. He sees where you are right now in your life. He sees you where you are. And I'm telling you, not only does God see you, but God is ready to meet you at your point of need. He's ready to meet you at your point of need. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So the prophet came to him and told him, set your, you know, he says, set your house in order. This is the day I believe that as believers, as people of faith, amen, we need to set our house in order regarding your purpose. You need to set things in order. Regarding your health, you need to set things in order. Regarding your family, you need to set things in order. Hallelujah. Order means the right arrangement of things. (coughs) You need to put things in the right arrangement in your life. Remember, our theme tonight is that you can reverse a death sentence. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Then then he told him, he says, you shall die. The message the prophet came to the king, Ezekiah, he told him, he says, thus saith the Lord, you shall die and not live. Hallelujah. I don't know. Maybe there are people in your life that are, are wanting you to die 
financially, wanting you to die emotionally, wanting you to die spiritually, wanting you to die even physically. But in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, when the word, even though it's a word from God and it was a word of prophecy, I told you prophecy comes, amen, God comes to give warning. Remember Jonah, when he went the other way and eventually when he went to Nineveh and gave the word, then they decided what to fast and pray. The cat, the dog, the, the goat, the animal, everybody in that city, when they all heard the word of God, they turned around and they began to seek the face of God. What happened? That prophecy was turned around. Nineveh was saved. Hallelujah. So you may have heard a word that I've told you that it's your end. But I want you to know in the name of Jesus, through the power of prayer, you can turn it around in Jesus' name. You can turn your death sentence around by the power of prayer in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. The Bible says, if you can believe, all things are possible in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. All things are possible. The Bible says in Isaiah 45 verse 11, it says, Thus saith the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, and His Maker, ask of me things to come concerning my sons and concerning the work of my hands. Command ye me. You see, a death sentence was, was, was pronounced against Ezekiah. And what did Ezekiah do? The Bible says in verse 2, He turned his face to the wall. Hallelujah. What am I saying? That that faith, that mountain you are facing, that situation you are facing, don't just keep looking at it. Amen. You've got to understand, there is something greater than that, that sickness. There is something greater than that situation. There is something greater than that power that is holding you captive right now. The Bible says he turned his face to the wall. Jeremiah, I love this. The Bible says this in Jeremiah 32 verse 27. It says this, Behold, you know, he decided to change his focus. He was no longer looking at his situation or his mountain. He decided to look to the one who was able to save him. And that is God. Hallelujah. What am I saying? In any situation in your life, the one that is able to save you is God. Hallelujah. Ezekiah turned his face to the wall. The Bible says, Behold, I am the Lord. Amen. He behold God. Hallelujah. He looked at the one that was able to save him. He looked at the one who had all power and all might. What am I saying to you tonight? You must look at the one who has unlimited power. The Bible says, Our Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy great power, and nothing is too difficult for thee. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, God can reverse your death sentence in Jesus' name. If you've been financially dead, spiritually dead, I'm in the name of Jesus, there shall be a resurrection for you tonight in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So, if he turned to the wall, hallelujah, and the Bible says, and he prayed to the Lord, Romans 10 verse 13 saying, For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. These are the steps Ezekiah took when the prophet of God pronounced a death sentence to him. He turned his face to the wall. And then he began to pray to the Lord. 
Bible says in Romans 10, 13, it says, For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I'm telling you, that situation you have, you shall be saved in Jesus' name. Whoever is seeking to embarrass you, you will not be embarrassed in Jesus' name. Amen. Whoever is speaking against your life, your family, in the name of Jesus, that tongue, the Bible says, every tongue shall be condemned in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. What am I saying to you tonight? You can reverse your death sentence in Jesus' name. Many of you have been spiritually dead. But tonight, in the name of Jesus, there can be a resurrection for you. Hallelujah. There can be a resurrection for you. The Bible says, Awake, awake, O thou that sleepest, and Christ shall give thee light. Hallelujah. Christ wants to give you light tonight. Light speaks of illumination so that you can begin to see where you are going. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God wants to open your eyes tonight so that you can see. He says you have eyes and you hear, you see not. You have ears and you hear not. You need to begin to see, amen, where you are going in the realm of the spirit. You need to see that your God is bigger than your problem. You need to see that your God is bigger than that situation. You need to see that your God will reverse it. Hallelujah. Sometimes God doesn't show up straight away. He doesn't even show up halfway. Sometimes it's the, the 99.9 hour last second last minute to go hallelujah amen that's when he shows up praise the lord hallelujah that's when god shows up what am i saying to you in the name of jesus it may seem like you are sinking it may seem like you are going down but i want you to know in jesus name your death sentence shall be reversed in the mighty name of jesus hallelujah praise god so he turned his face to the Lord, and, and he beheld God, and then he started to pray. He called upon the one. The Bible says, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. The Bible says, call unto me, and I will answer thee. And I will show you great and mighty things that you do not know. Hallelujah. This is the day, this is the hour, as we, as we push in the realm of the Spirit. God wants to reveal himself to us. God wants to reveal his power in our lives. Amen. God wants to manifest, amen, his power in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Tonight in Jesus name. You need to do what Ezekiah did. Amen. When he heard that prophecy. That he was going to die. He turned. He stopped looking at that situation. He began to look at the one that was able to save him. Tonight I want to declare to you. I want to declare to you. That God is able to rescue you. God is able to bring you out of your situation. In Jesus name. Hallelujah. The power of God is able to rescue your life. In Jesus' name, praise the Lord. The Bible says God is our refuge. <laughs> He's a very present help in time of need. If you are in need, I want you to know there is hope for you. Hallelujah. Tonight, I don't care how dead your situation is. God wants you to know that that situation can be reversed. In Jesus' name, praise the Lord. Then he, he, he prayed to the Lord. And then in verse 3, the Bible says he said this. He said, remember now, O Lord. He reminded God. The Bible says in Isaiah 43, verse 26. The Bible says, put me in remembrance. Let us plead together. Declare thou that thy mayest be justified. What God wants, what um, Ezekiah did, he said, God, remember me. You know, he said, remember me. Then he starts saying, I have walked before thee in truth. And with a faithful heart. 
He starts reminding God that, God, yes, you, you've, you've spoken this word of death over my life. But he says, remember how I have walked before you. Amen. I have left my life for you. What am I saying? You need to take bring God to remembrance. Find a scripture. Amen. Find a word. You know, this is why it's so important how we walk. You know, Ezekiah had a testimony. He could say to God, yes, okay, God, remember how I've walked before you, how I've been obedient to your word. He was pleading for his life. Hallelujah. What am I saying to you tonight? Your life will change. You shall live and not die. Praise the Lord. Amen. This is the day that the Lord has made. And we will rejoice and be what? Glad in it. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Ezekiah turned his face to the wall. And the Bible says, he actually said, God, remember me. God will remember you for good. Hallelujah. I always say to people, make sure you sow good seeds. Because the Bible says, as a man soweth, so you shall reap. What you sow is what you reap. Hallelujah. So what um, Ezekiah did, he tapped into God and said, God, remember, I have walked before you with a pure heart. He says, I have done what is right in your sight. Then the Bible says, he cried and wept bitterly. Hallelujah. He turned his face to the wall when he heard the news that he was about to die. He was sick and about to die. And the prophet came to him and declared and even confirmed what he was feeling. But that did not stop Ezekiah to calling upon the name of the Lord. I'm encouraging you tonight that you should call upon the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. You need to call upon the name of the Lord. He called upon the one who was able to save him. Tonight, I want you to know God is able to save you. God is able to rescue you in Jesus' name. So he put God in remembrance. He says, remember me. I have walked before you in truth. I have done what is right in your sight. Then the Bible says, he cried and wept bitterly. Hallelujah. In Psalm 61 verse 1 to 3, the Bible says, Hear my cry, O God. Attend unto my prayer. What am I saying to you tonight? When we begin to cry unto God, God, we hear your cry. God, we attend to your prayer in the name of Jesus. It might be like Daniel. Maybe the first day God heard you when you call upon him. He heard your cry. He heard your cry. Hallelujah. That's a song that says, I sought the Lord. Ah, and he heard my cry. Tonight in the name of Jesus, I believe God can take you out of that dead situation and give you life in Jesus name the Bible says he that has the son has life hallelujah you're going to rise up from that dead situation in Jesus name Ezekiah had a death sentence pronounced over his life but he knew there was one who was able to save him and that is God hallelujah tonight in the name of Jesus we are going to reverse the death sentence in our life that says we cannot prosper. That says we will never make it. That says we can never fulfill our purpose. That says we will always be this way. In Jesus' name, we're going to reverse it tonight. Hallelujah. Praise God. Psalm 61 verse 1 to 3 says, Hear my cry, O God. Attend unto my prayer. Then it says, From the ends of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. That's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to cry to God like Ezekiah. 
Hallelujah. And we're going to reverse everything in our life. Amen. That is stopping our growth. That is stopping our progression. That is, that is delaying our healing. That is anything in our life that is starving the life out of us. We're going to root it out in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. He says, I give you power to bind and to loose. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Tonight, we are going to reverse your death sentence. In Jesus' name, you shall live and not die. And declare the works of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Hallelujah. Praise God. Verse 4. And it says, verse 4, you know, it talks about how God, before Isaiah, before the Bible says, because when um, Ezekiah started to pray, Remember, the prophet Isaiah came and pronounced, he said, Thus saith the Lord, you shall die. What happened? The Bible says he, he gave the word and he left. And he started making his way out of the palace. But the Bible says this man turned his face to the wall and began to shaka malaba, remember me, O God, for good. He began to pray. He began to call upon the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And the Bible says before Isaiah, before Isaiah can reach the outer courts, the word of God came to him again. This is the power of prayer. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord came to, came to him again. Hallelujah. And, the, and God told him to go back and give another word. Hallelujah. What am I saying? You may have, somebody may have pronounced a death sentence over you. But your prayer can reverse it. Our prayers can turn it around in the name of Jesus. Just like the prayer of Ezekiah. Amen. He heard the word. And then he pleaded, hallelujah, to the one that was able to save him. Tonight, God will save you. God will rescue you. God will bring you out of that dead situation. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Very quickly, before we begin to pray into this, hallelujah. The Bible says, in Luke chapter 18, verse 8, it says, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith in the earth. See, when Ezekiah prayed, this is how fast God heard him. you got to get this. Prophet came and says, you shall die. And then he left and make his way out. He turned to the wall and prayed. And before he reached out of the outer court, God spoke to him again and told him to go back and go and tell Ezekiah that you, you are going to live. You see, so that thing can be reversed. That sickness doesn't have to hold you always. It can lose its hold from your life. That thing that is binding you, that bad habit, that spirit of procrastination, that spirit of death, that spirit of fear can be turned, can be, can live your life tonight in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Very quick, let me just read verse 5. It says this. This is on verse 5. So he returned to the man and told him, to Ezekiah. And then no, notice the word the Lord used very quickly before we begin to pray. God, when he went back to him, God told um, Isaiah to go to him and tell him. He says, return and tell Ezekiah. He said, this, this is how he described him. The leader of my people. The leader of my people. The one who, who came and gave a word and said, you will die. Then God told, because he prayed, 
The Bible says he went back now and God told him to go to him and tell Ezekiah, the leader of my people. You see, sometimes some people may be going through things. It doesn't mean they've done something wrong. Some people may be suffering. Some people may be going through hard times. Some people, amen, may be going through troubling times in their life. Hallelujah. The Bible says, I love this. God said to um, Isaiah, return and tell Ezekiah, the leader of my people. He says what? He says, I have heard, number one, I have what? Heard your prayer. God, we hear your prayer. The Bible says the prayers of the saints are precious. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Tonight, God, we hear your prayer. If you're in a dead situation, if you are, your life is in stuck in a mess, if you feel that you've never had a breakthrough or no one in your family has ever gone forward, I want you to know in the name of Jesus, God can turn it around for you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. He says, return and tell Ezekiah, the leader of my people, I have heard your prayer. Then he says, tell him also, I have seen your tears. Ha <laughs> ha. Praise the Lord. God has seen your tears. Amen. The Bible says, I cried unto the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me from all my fears. Hallelujah. Cry to God in your life. When you want to see change, some of you, you want the power of God, the anointing of God. Amen. You want, you want your life to move. Amen. In the, the purposes of God. You've got to pray. You've got to cry on. You've got to cry. You've got to praise God. You've got to plead before God. Amen. Like Ezekiah. The Bible says he turned his face and he focused on God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That's what you've got to do. You've got to live in his presence daily. Amen. You've got to obey his word. You've got to put the word in you each day. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Jude, beloved, building up yourself on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. So he did these things. Hallelujah. God said, I have seen your tears. So that means when you are alone, when no one knows what is going on in your heart, God sees your tears. Remember what I said? He is the God who sees. Hallelujah. Oh, and he's going to rescue you. He's going to rescue you in Jesus' name. He rescued Ezekiah. That's showing the power of prayer. That through the power of prayer, we can even reverse a death sentence. Hallelujah. Praise God. What am I saying? We can change God's mind. Hallelujah. If God, if we hear a word that says bad things are going to happen to you, what it means is God is giving you an opportunity now to go on your knees. To cry and bow and call, call upon his name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He says, surely I will heal you on the third day. It's interesting. He said, on the third day. <laughs> ha, resurrection is coming. Jesus says, destroy this temple. But on the third day, I will raise it up again. What am I saying to you, my brother, my sister? Don't give up. Call upon God. Cry to God. Weep like Ezekiah. Turn your face to the world. Behold your God. Hallelujah. God is looking for men and women who are going to engage him. Hallelujah. You remember, one thing God loved when he, they were in the garden, he came to fellowship with Adam. Hallelujah. And he came to fellowship. That's what God wants. He wants fellowship. He wants relationship. We need to relate to our maker. 
Hallelujah. God is calling us again. Amen. There is a call to prayer. There is a call to prayer in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. He says, surely I will heal you on the third day. Resurrection is coming. God is going to reverse that situation in your life. It's going to work out for your good in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Very quickly, verse 6, this is what came out of it. He says, I will add to you. When, when God answered his prayer, God told him, Isaiah, to say to Ezekiah, he says, I will add to your days 15 years. He says, I will deliver you and the city from the hands of the enemy. That means God not only will heal you, rescue you, save your life, but he will fight for you. Remember, God will fight for you. There are times you cannot fight for yourself. All you can say is, Jesus, oh Lord, bless me. Oh Lord, heal me. Just make a bit of noise. But God says, I will fight for you. Hallelujah. God will fight for you in Jesus' name. Then it says, you shall go up to the house of the Lord. What am I saying? That's very important. He said to him, you shall go up. That means you're not only going, he said, now you're going to live. He's going to add some years. And he says, you will get up. You will go up. What am I saying? You are going to go up. Ha! You're going to go up. Think about your purpose. Think about your life. Think about where you want to go. God wants to elevate you. God wants to elevate you. God wants to lift you high. Hallelujah. But are you willing to put the work in? Are you willing to put that commitment in? Are you willing to be dedicated? Because God wants you to go up. Hallelujah. Into the house of the Lord. In Jesus' name. Praise God. We're going to pray. Hallelujah. I've got some prayer punch. But I want to say in, in this, basically, God heard the prayer of Ezekiah. And God turned it around. In Jesus' name. He had a death sentence that God proclaimed over his life. But he pleaded to the same God. And before the prophet could leave the outer courts, God heard his prayer. I'm telling you, God can answer your prayer with speed in Jesus' name. God is never too late. Sometimes he shows up at the 99 hour, but he will show up in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hold on. Amen. Hold on to your faith. Don't give up. God will see you through. God will deliver you. God will rescue you. You will open your mouth and testify because he said that you will go up to the house of the Lord in the name of Jesus. What am I saying? In your life, you are going to go up in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We're going to begin to pray. I want you to join with me. Amen. I want us to pray. We're going to pray into this, that God will reverse everything that is negative, anything that is starving us, anything that is killing our lives, whether it's stopping us from growing, stopping us from progression, any spirit, the Bible says the thief, which is the devil, he comes to kill, he comes to steal, and he comes to destroy. But Jesus says, I have come that you might have life and you might have it more abundantly in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. I want you to join with me. Amen. I want us to pray. Hallelujah. I want us to pray the prayer that Ezekiah prayed, that God will remember us. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Remember when you used to pray. Remember when you used to sing in the spirit. Remember when you used to call upon the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Remember when you used to do things for God. Amen. Seek the face of God. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus. I want us to begin. Amen. To pray right now. In Jesus' name that God will remember you. Amen. The psalmist says, 
Amen. Remember me, O God, for good. Amen. Ask God to remember you. Amen. Amen. God, maybe many has been exalted. Many are doing well. Many are healthy. Many are well. Many are progressing. But God will not forget you. God will not forget you in the name of Jesus. Mando robo sikabaramanda rabusaya. Le bende ribo sotoria brekete rikamalalamoya. Le bende rima sakabaramanduriana. You will not be forgotten in the mighty name of Jesus. Makata ramanduriana ramasanta. Remember, Ezekiah was desperate. Ezekiah was desperate. He was going to die. He turned his face to the wall and he called upon God. Makata ramasanta ramanduriba. You are going to come out of that situation. In the name of Jesus, your life will turn around. Your life will change. Makatarama Santa. Hey, sickness will run away from you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Manderebo Sakabaramando Ribakataya. Hitarababababuya. Brekete Rikamalama Santa. We are praying that God will remember you. God will remember you for good. In Psalms 25, verse 7. Hallelujah. The Bible says, Remember me, O God, for good. Amen. God will remember you. He will remember you. You will not be forgotten. You will not be forgotten. In the name of Jesus. Manderebo Santa Ramando Ribacataya. Le Bosa Cabrica Malalama Santa Ramanda. Hitarama Santa Ramando Riba. Hey, they may have forgotten you in where you are from. They may have forgotten about you. They think your life is over. They think you can never make it. But I want you to know God will remember you. Hallelujah. Manderebo Santa Ramanda Ramasaya. Call upon the name of the Lord. Call upon the name of the Lord. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, shall be saved. Father, in Jesus' name, remember me for good. Remember me for good. Ezekiah said, Lord, I have walked before you. I have been obedient to you. Remember me, O God, for good. Itarabo Sandaramanda. You shall live and not die. Mandarabo Sakabaramande Ribakataya. In the name of Jesus. Makatarabo Santa Ramando Ribakataya. Lebenderebereya. Lebenderiandarabo Sakabaramando Rianda. Father, remember us for good. Remember us for good. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Mandarabo Santa Ramando Ribakataramasaya. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Makatarabo Santa Ramando Ribakataramasia. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. The Bible says in Psalm 25, verse 7 Remember, remember not the sins of my youth, nor my transgression, according to thy mercy. Remember thou me for thy goodness' sake, O Lord. Hallelujah. Ah, I'm declaring, I'm declaring that God will remember you. Not your sins, not the things you've done wrong, hallelujah. But he will remember you for good, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, he remembered Ezekiah, hallelujah. Oh God, we also remember you in Jesus' name, hallelujah. Praise God. Let's pray for our next prayer point, hallelujah. Amen. In Psalms 118 and verse 17, it's quite simple. The Bible says, I shall not die. I shall not die, <laughs> but live and declare the works of the Lord. Hallelujah. So we're going to pray that whatever you are facing, you are not going to die. 
that thing will not kill you in Jesus' name. It looks very, very bad. But like I said, sometimes God shows up in the last hour. Hallelujah. Hey, no one can save like God. No one can rescue you like God. When everyone has given up hope, praise the Lord. Remember, when Peter walked on water towards Jesus and he began to sink, he thought he was going down, but Jesus reached out his hand and pulled him out. Hallelujah. I want you to know the power of God is able to pull you out of your situation in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You shall live and not die and declare the works of God. Praise the Lord. God will remember you for good. God will remember for the works you have done. God will remember you for your faithfulness. God will not forget you. God will will rescue you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So I want us to begin to pray that you will not die. Amen. You're not going to die like this. Amen. Your life will change and make up your mind. You're going to be focused. Amen. You're going to focus on your goal. You're going to reach your destination in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Remember what he said to Ezekiah? He says, you shall go to the house of the Lord. You shall arise and go up to the house of the Lord. What am I saying? You will arise. You will be exalted in the name of Jesus. God, there's a lifting up coming. Hallelujah. The Bible says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And in due time, God will exalt you. Hallelujah. God wants to exalt you. God wants to lift you up in Jesus' name. So I want you to pray that in the name of Jesus, if it's sickness, if it's disease, whatever they are pronounced against your life, in the name of Jesus, Ezekiah turned it around through the power of prayer. And I'm declaring and I'm declaring tonight that you shall live and not die. That situation will not kill you. In Jesus' name, I see you well. Hallelujah. I see you well. In Jesus' name, Mata, begin to pray. Be- open your mouth. Makata, brekete rika malaboya. Father, tonight, tonight, in the name of Jesus, manderebo sakabaramando riba katara masaya. I decree we shall live and not die. Mandorobo santa ramande riba katara. I rebuke the spirit of death. I rebuke the spirit of sickness. In Jesus' name, the spirit of fear, makota rekende rebeya. In the name of Jesus. Makata Ramo Santa Ramanderi Bakataya. Oh Rabo Sakabre Kende Rikama. Le Benda Rabo Santa Ramanderi Bakatarabasaya. In the name of Jesus. Makata Ramando Rikaba Ramanderi Bakataya. Oh Rabababu Sakabre Kenderia. Le Benda Rama Santa Ramanduria. Le Benderianda Rabba Sakabarama. Le Benda Rama Santa Ramanderebe. Le Benderianda Rabba. Oh Rabo Sakabre Kende Rikama. La Bonderianda Rabba Santa Ramandurianda Ramasaya. In Jesus name is going to be turned around in the name of Jesus. Mandara mandarama change will take place. Anything that is blocking your success in Jesus name. I speak to every mountain. I command them to be removed in the name of Jesus. Makata in the name of Jesus Christ. Be that removed. Makata rabo santa ramando ribakataya. You shall live. Amen. Your body will get stronger. Amen. You will receive your healing in the name of Jesus. Amen. I speak restoration to your organs. I speak restoration to your blood. I speak resurrection. Resurre- restoration. Hallelujah. To every part of your
your being. Makatarabu, le benderianda. I speak restoration. Makote rebenderima. Receive, 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 receive. In the name of Jesus. Manderebo sakabarianda rabaya. Le botarianda raba santa ramanda. You shall live and not die. And declare the works of God. Manderebo santa ramando riba kataya. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Isaiah 54 and verse 17, it says, no weapon. I don't know what they're saying about your life in darkness. I don't know what they're whispering against you. But the Bible says, no weapon. Ha! Ah, whether it is a spiritual weapon, whether it's a physical weapon. The Bible says, no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. It says every tongue that which rise against you in judgment, it says you shall condemn it. Notice, you, 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 open your mouth. There is power in your tongue. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Speak life into your life. Speak life into your situation. Turn your life around with your tongue. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It says, every tongue that rise against you in judgment shall be condemned. It says, this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. You know what this means? Sometimes you say, how can I speak and that? Look at my life. But do you know what God said? He says, your righteousness is of me. That means God is saying, when they speak this, you said, where is their righteousness? God says, it is of me. Hallelujah. God, remember, the righteousness has been imputed in us because of what Christ Jesus has done on the cross. Hallelujah. The Bible says, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Some of you, if you are feeling condemned in your life, I want you to know the Bible says there is therefore now no condemnation. Amen. You need to change. You need to repent. Amen. And return to the Lord. Amen. But make up your mind. Do something. Amen. God is looking for an action man. God is looking for an action woman. Hallelujah. Amen. Someone that will stand on his word. Amen. Is that going to be you? Make up your mind tonight in Jesus name. We're going to pray. That no weapon, no weapon tonight. Amen. Whatever, wherever they're calling your name from, wherever it's from the sea, wherever it's from the underneath the earth, wherever it's in the heavens, amen. If it's coming against you, the Bible says, no matter where it's coming from, if it's coming from the pit of hell, the Bible says, no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. It's not going to prosper in the name of Jesus. Begin to pray right now. Makota rebende la bosaka breketeria le benderi makota ramaya le bosaka brika mama le benda rama santa ramande rebeya itaraba baba no weapon no weapon no weapon tonight no weapon in the name of Jesus manta ramanda those who have said that your life will not progress in the name of Jesus how we condemn we condemn that tongue in the name of Jesus. Those who are cursing your womb, we condemn that tongue. Those who are cursing your life, we condemn that tongue. 
in the name of Jesus. Anywhere they're calling your name for evil. Ah, we apply the blood. We plead the blood in Jesus' name. Tonight we are praying in the name of Jesus. Father, just like you reversed it for Ezekiah, reverse it for us in Jesus' name. No weapon, no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. Every tongue shall be condemned in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Masaka baramando riba katara masanta ramando rianda. Oh, rabo saka brekende rika malamanda. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. We're going to pray for one more thing. Amen. Before we move into the other section. For those of you who want to stay behind or have a prayer request. Hallelujah. I want us to pray. The Bible says in Psalm 37 verse 4. We all know the scripture. It says, Delight yourself in also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Now, when Ezekiah prayed, he did not want to die. His desire was to live. Hallelujah. So what am I saying? You've got to desire life. Amen. Jesus came to give you life. The Bible says, he that has the son has life. Praise the Lord. Amen. You have life in you. It's not over for you. They have not rang the bell. It's not over. You have not thrown in the towel in the name of Jesus. You are a champion. Amen. You're going to win in Jesus' name. So the Bible says, delight do something. Please God. Obey God. Live for God. Amen. Do the work of the Lord. The Lord says, delight yourself. Do things that please God in the Lord. And he shall give thee the desires of your heart. If you want the desires of your heart, praise the name of the Lord. Begin to delight yourself in the Lord. Let's pray right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for the power that is in prayer. Father, tonight we are delighting ourselves in you. Father, we are turning our face to the world. Father, we are calling upon you. Behold, you are the Lord, the God of all flesh. And there is nothing too hard for you. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh my God, we delight in you tonight. We delight in you tonight. Father, like Ezekiah, we shall live and not die in the mighty name of Jesus. And we shall declare the works of the Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you very much for coming. I, you know, this hour is to, is to just to trigger you. Amen. So that you can go home and pray. Go in your life and call upon God. Do what Ezekiah did. Turn your face to the wall. Engage your God and he will change your life. Your death situation will change in Jesus' name. You can reverse your death sentence in Jesus' name. I'm going to pray and release those who have to go at this time. Father, we thank you as we continue to pray. We're going to be here next week. Father, as we go, those who are going, we pray you may go with them. You may meet every need in their life. And anywhere, anywhere there's any spirit of death, Father, remove it. We command that thing to go in Jesus' name. We release your people and we declare that they shall live and not die. And declare the works of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you all. God bless you all. God bless you all. We see you next week in Jesus' name. Amen. You can make the difference. You can make the difference. Hallelujah. Praise God. 
you can make the difference in your life, in your family life, in every area of your life. Once you make up your mind that you can make the difference. Very, very important. Amen. So our scripture reading is, is a very well-known one in Matthew chapter 7 and verse number 7. Matthew chapter 7 verse number 7. The Bible says this, Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Amen. You know, this is like, um, as we know here, it's, 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 it's very powerful words for me. You know, because this sums up basically what prayer is. You know, prayer is us, you know, moving into action. You know, we petitioning God. You know, so I call this an invitation because, you know, that the scripture says that you have not because you ask not. And how many of you know that in life for us to be progressive, we have to open our mouth and say something. You know, if you want to join a course or you're trying to do something or you go to a shop, you know, you've, you choose the item that you want. You make a request. That's what asking is. Yeah. So when it says here, ask, he's saying that make a request. And I want to encourage us in our lives that we make a request. Amen. To God, who is our maker. Very, very important. So the scripture says, ask and it shall be what? Given to you. But when I read this scripture, it makes me to think. Because there are some things I have asked for and I have not received. So does it mean that this word is not true? What it's actually saying here is that ask and keep on asking. That means you don't stop until you receive what you have asked for. That's very, very important. So if we read it like this, ask and keep on asking. In other words, don't stop asking until you receive what you want, what you desire from the Lord. Hallelujah. So I want to encourage us tonight as we're looking at the call to prayer that you can make the difference. In your life, you can make the difference. In your family life, you can make the difference. Very important. So the scripture encourages, says, ask and it shall be given you. Then it goes, then after asking, it seems like for me, it, this speaks of three dimensions of prayer. It's the beginning stage where you come to God and you begin to ask God. Amen. You just tell him, amen, the things that you need. You are asking. It's almost like you are polite in a way. You can be saying, you know, you're being very nice to somebody. You know, that there are times when, you know, if someone is in your house and then there are times first you may just say, oh, can you please open the door? You're asking. Is this your, is your right? Is your house? But then after they don't open, what happens? You get to a point when the Bible encourages, after asking, it says, seek another realm, another level. It says, then it goes, seek and you shall find. You know, I don't know about you, but there are times I want to leave and I can't leave because I can't find my keys. And I know if I go out without my keys, I won't be able to lock the door. So I, I won't be able to go. So I start looking and I need to find what I'm looking for. And we have to have the same mentality in prayer. That when we are seeking God, the Bible says, you know, that if you seek him, you know, he will make himself to be found. Hallelujah. So the Bible says, seek ye the Lord, why he may be found. Then it says, call ye upon him, why he's near. So, after asking, after the first realm of prayer, which is petitioning, asking God, God bless me, God change my life, God, you know, give me this, God help me to change, help me to break through. Then you have to get to a place now where you've, you've decided now, God, I need, 
you know, seeking is that, you know, I, I, I've got to find you. I've got to have this. You know, without food, I, I won't live. Without water, I can't make it. You got to that place now, you say, because God, I'm, I'm seeking for you. I'm looking for you. And, you know, I'm, you begin to look for God in every area of your life. You know, your spirit, your soul, and your body. You know, in every dimension, financially, spiritually, you know, what I'm saying is that I want to encourage us to really seek God, you know, to, to really look for God in our lives and, and to see that the areas we need to change. Because the Bible says, seek and you shall find. You know, there are many things in life today we are seeking for. And, and, and sometimes we find them and sometimes we don't. But the Bible, this is the word of the Lord. It's saying, ask, you shall receive. Then it takes us to another realm. It says, seek and then what? You shall find. Then after that realm of seeking, that realm of now where you're really desiring God, you're really desiring your life to change and to be transformed, it takes you to another realm. It's the realm of authority. It's the realm of desperateness. It's the realm of focus. It's the realm of deliberate intention. It takes us to this realm. After after asking, then seeking, then it says, knock and the door shall be open unto you. I want to encourage us to knock on heaven's door. Amen. Let's not give God rest in your life. Amen. For your life to change and for your life to be transformed. Amen. You've got to have that spirit of asking and seeking and knocking. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. How many of you know that sometimes you don't even want to give some people something, but because they are persistent, because they are seeking, because they're knocking, bam, 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 give it to me, bam, bam, bam. Amen. Just for the irritation alone, we, we learn this principle in Luke chapter 18, this from verse 1, the story of the unjust judge. Because the woman was persistent, because she was persistent, it says, because if I don't give her what she wants, she's going to wear me. What am I saying? That we've got to be like that. We've got to have the same mentality. So that's what I believe this scripture is encouraging us to do. So in your life, if you are in the stage where you're asking and you're asking and then it seems like nothing is happening, I encourage you to move to the other realm of seeking. And if you've been seeking God, amen, you've been looking for God, amen, in your life, amen, in the morning you pray, in the afternoon you pray, in the evening you pray, you've been looking for God, you've been seeking after him, hallelujah, praise God. And then after that realm of seeking, amen, you begin to get into the realm, like the Bible says in, um, in Isaiah, you know, concerning the work of my hands, command ye me, you, know, you, you, you begin to knock. Amen. You begin to command and decree and 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 and, and make your your voice. Amen. The Bible says life and death is in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Then you begin to make your request. Amen to God. Very very important. Like I said, you know, our theme this evening is that you can make a difference. Very important. And in your life, amen, with the power of prayer I'm encouraging you that you as an individual, you as a man, you as a woman, you can make a difference. The reason why I, I tied to this, I want us to examine one scripture, one or two scripture in the Bible that encourages us to know that as one man, as one woman, as an individual, you plus God, you can make a difference. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So in Colossians chapter 4 verse 12 and 13, I'm going to read this scripture that I believe will be a blessing to us and we're going to break it down. And then we're going to begin to pray in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, Colossians chapter 4, verse 12 and 13. It says, Empamphras, 
I've never heard somebody named Empaphras, only in the Bible. <laughs> Maybe in some other place, I don't know. But it says, Empaphras, who is one of you? A servant of Jesus Christ salutes you, always laboring fervently for you in prayers, that ye may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. It says, For I bear him record, this is the apostle Paul said, that he has great zeal for you, and that are in Eudusia and, and them in her polis. Hallelujah. So, the Apostle Paul says here that, you know, he can bear witness. But the thing I want us to examine in this scripture is very important. Because we're looking at you, you, you. You can make a difference. In your family, you can make a difference. In your life, you can make a difference. Very, very important that you must know this, that you are important. You are not a nobody. You are a somebody. The Bible says, Christ in you, the hope of glory in your heart. The reason why I was moved by this scripture, because when I read it, and every time I read it, you know, I just get excited because it it, it didn't say that this man was, um, uh, you know, was was somebody special. But it says, Empathus. Then it says, who is one of you? That means he's like you and I. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Who is one of you? You can make a difference. Don't keep looking at other people and say, they are gifted, they are talented. Oh, they are anointed. But I want you to know, when God made you, he made you special. You as an individual, your life counts. You can make a difference. So as we're going to pray, and we're going to examine this very quickly, and then we're going to look at this, I believe that in your life, in your family, in your community, in your nation, you as an individual can make a difference. Very important. So let's examine this very quickly. First of all, it says here, it says, Empamphras, who is one of you? So one of you, it's one of yourselves, you know? And he was talking to the, to the churches there, in, 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 I think in Colossians. So he says he's one of you. So what does that mean? And this encouraged me with the same scripture, you know, in, in James chapter 5 and verse 17, when the Bible says, Elias was a man subject to like passions as we are. And he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. So the reason why I want to emphasize this one of you, and when the Bible encouraged us here about Elijah, it didn't say, okay, we know that Elijah prayed and it didn't rain for three and a half years. But the thing that made me look at this scripture about Empamphras, the thing that made me look at this scripture about Empamphras, the Bible says Empamphras, he is one of you. You understand? He is one of you. He's just like you. You know, wherever you are from, wherever you grew up, he's one of you. He's not special. You understand? But, as I said, as an individual, you've got to understand, in your community, in your country, in your life, in this world, you can make a difference. You must get this into your spirit. Very, very important. So the Bible said, Elijah, he was subject to like passions. That means he, we felt what we felt. He went through what we went through. You know, and and, and Pamphras is, is, is just like one of us. You know, 
You know, and the Bible encouraged me with this scripture in Romans chapter 2 verse 11. It says, for there is no respect of persons with God. Now think about this. In other words, it's saying that God is not a respecter of persons. So God doesn't look at your color, look where you're from, look at your background, look what you've been through. You understand? If you are willing to lay your life, if you're willing to give him your all, if you're willing to seek the Lord, like I said in the early scriptures, that if you're willing to ask, if you're willing to seek, if you're willing to knock on heaven's door, I want you to know that you as an individual, you can have your breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Very, very important. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. So the Bible says, God is no respecter of person. So it says, number one, it emphasizes that Empathras is one of us, is one of you. Let's look at the next part. Then it says, he says, Empathras, who is one of you? Then it says, a servant of what? Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. A servant of Jesus Christ. Now, I was looking at this and I said, okay then, Empathras, he prayed. But he was not a special man. He was not like when we read about Moses and, and the oil of fame and the big names in the Bible, David, Moses, Abraham. Do you understand? But the Bible says, he is one of you. What am I saying? You as a believer, you as a servant of Jesus Christ, I'm telling you, your prayers count. Your prayers can make a difference. Just like Empathras. Your prayers count. So he says, is what a servant of Jesus Christ. So I decided to quickly look what does it mean to be a servant. Now, as we know, not naturally speaking, a servant is someone who serves. You know, a servant is a person or who performs duties for another, especially a person employed in a house on domestic duties or as a personal assistant. Then I also look at the word a bit more. What does it mean to be a servant? It says, a person employed in service of a government, a government servant. You, as a believer, you, as a child of God, you are a servant of God. Hallelujah. You are employed by the government of heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. So, you are supposed to do duties as a Christian, as a believer. Amen. On behalf of our government. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I like what it says in Isaiah when it talks about Jesus. That his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. Hallelujah. What am I saying? That you as a child of God. Amen. You are a servant of the government of heaven. Remember that. You are special. Don't You know people when they come from certain countries. And they are an ambassador. Or somebody who represent a certain country you know they're very proper or they're very serious you know they 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 understand who they are their rights and the power that they possess as an ambassador of that country what am i saying you and i as a child of god amen we are ambassadors of heaven hallelujah praise the lord so when he says empathras you know he says he's number one no, he's he's one of us but his prayers were powerful. So we're just examining these words. Very important. So we're looking at servant. Then the word servant also brings this out, this word. It means a devoted and helpful follower or supporter. 
So I want to ask you this question. Are you a devoted and helpful follower and supporter of the kingdom of God? You know, because these days when we look at the word servant, and let me just quickly, because I really want to examine this word servant. I want to show you what it really means, you know. The, the, the Greek word translated in English, it actually means, you know what it means to be a servant? It means to be a minister. Or a deacon. Or you can call it what you want, whether it's a pastor, prophet, whatever. You know. So basically, the word servant, it's a minister. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, the idea that sometimes our things have gone upside down. I'm not saying to show disrespect or whatever but someone who preached the gospel who's a minister of the gospel they are really servants of the people Jesus is the chief shepherd and those people are under shepherds they've been left in charge of the master's sheep hallelujah so I want to encourage you that you got to understand something that when the Bible says that you are a servant of God, it's a very, very high calling. You are a minister of Christ. So, as a minister of Christ, like it says in Pamphlet, he's what? A servant of Jesus Christ. And the Bible says, let's continue to look at it, what he did. He's a servant of Jesus Christ and he prayed in, in Matthew chapter 23 verse 11. The Bible says, but he that is greatest amongst you shall be what? Your servant. You know, today things have been turned around. Look, I'm I'm all, I'm love to minister and do things, but the reality is, preachers, ministers are actually servants on the shepherds. Amen. We meant to serve the people. Do you understand? And one of the way Empathus serve the people of God. Amen. We, we're gonna look at it. Is is through the prayers, through intercession, through groanings. He labored in prayer. You understand? This is the reason why prayer is not an easy job. It takes commitment. Because when you pray, amen, you will begin to move God. When you pray, amen, you will move the devil. Because the devil, you will shake the kingdom of darkness. When you are a man of prayer, when you are a woman of prayer, your prayers, hallelujah, will rock, amen, the foundation of hell. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. So it says, Empathus is one of you and is a servant of Jesus Christ. Then it says, always laboring fervently in prayers. Think about it. He That was his job. He's one of us, but he did something. He, he, he labored. You understand? And this is what I want to get tonight into our spirit. That you can make a difference. How can you make a difference? I want to encourage you. Get a hold of God in your life. What am I saying to you? Take a hold of God. I dare you to dwell in the presence of God. I dare you when there's no one around, turn off your phone, turn off your TV, turn off your radio and begin to shakamalabosa, makataya. Say, I love you, Lord. Begin to worship God. Begin to praise God. If you can have uh, that spirit of empathus who labored in prayer, hallelujah, for the people of God, that is what God is looking for. That is what God is calling. That is the call of God. Hallelujah. Because even in the garden, what was God doing when he made man in his own image? He was seeking fellowship. Hallelujah. And it's the same thing today. 
God is looking for a man, looking for a woman to see whom he can show himself strong in. And I want to encourage you, get a hold of God. Get a hold of God in your life. Amen. There are many things we can be seeking after, we can be doing, but I want you to know, take a hold of God. Amen. Because let me tell you, if you don't take a hold of God, the way the world is going, something else will take a hold of you. It's very, very important to have that in your mind and in your spirit. So take a hold of God in Jesus' name. Then it says, always laboring. So what does it mean to labor? To labor, it means to, to do something with great physical or mental effort. He labored up the hill with his heavy load. That's just an example. If you're going somewhere, when you're saying you're laboring, not naturally speaking, like, like I used to work before many years ago in construction, right? And when you are a laborer, it means that you carry the cement, you mix the cement, you carry all the heavy stuff, you do all the ground, all the works that most people didn't want to do. But you are a laborer. But without you, a lot of things would not be done. So that's why they call laborers. You know, and a laborer is a worker. A laborer is someone who's willing to get their hands dirty. A laborer is somebody who's willing to mix the cement. A laborer is somebody who's willing to who's not afraid to handle dirt and get dirty. Hallelujah. So I want to encourage you. In your life, what have you been laboring for? What have you been getting your hands to? What is dirty in your life? Is that thing worth it? Is it going to cause change? I want to encourage you. Be a laborer in the spirit. Be an intercessor. Be a man, a woman of prayer. Because that is what God is calling. Hallelujah. Amen. You need to hear his voice. But you need to be tuned to the frequency of God. So be a laborer in your life. Very, very important. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 9 verse 37. The Bible says, Then saith he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but what? The laborers are few. See, God is looking for a worker. God is looking for laborers. You know, in, in John chapter 9 verse 4, the Bible says, Jesus said, I must work the works of him that sent me. Why it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. You know, Jesus said, I must work the works of him. Jesus also, when he was on earth, he labored in the will of God. Amen. He pursued the will of God. I want to encourage you, be a man of prayer. Be a woman of prayer. Pursue the will of God. Labor spiritually in prayer. Amen. If you have to fast and pray, I'm telling you, when you mix these two together, your life will become powerful. Your life, you can change things. You can decree. Hallelujah. And heaven, we have to answer in, on your behalf in Jesus' name. Remember Joshua, when they thought they were losing the battle because the sun was going down. And the Bible says, never has it happened on the earth before. Because he had a relationship with God. What did the man do? He looked at the sun and he said, sun, stand still. And the Bible says the sun stood still. And the Bible says there's never been a day on the earth like that. And never will there ever be. Can you imagine? A man commanding the sun, speaking to the element and commanding it to stand still. I'm telling you, there is power in prayer. And, and Pamphras, he labored in prayer for the people of God. What are you laboring for in your life? Make sure your labor is not in vain. Make sure you are sowing good seeds. Amen. Because what you sow is what you're going to reap. And I want to encourage you in the call to prayer. Labor in prayer for your family. Labor for, for your life to change. Amen. Labor. Amen. 
and, and, and have that relationship where you know God. Amen. Where you can hear the voice. Amen. Of God. Hallelujah. Because it's only when Abraham heard what God said and he walked on that word. That's why he is called the father of faith. Because faith, the Bible says, it comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Very, very important. Be a laborer. So the Bible said, and Pamphras, he labored. Then what did he labor for? What was his prayer? It says that you may stand perfect and complete in the will of God. Now, this is very important. That was his labor. His labor was for the church, the people of God, that they may stand perfect and complete in the will of God. I hope that the things you are laboring in your life, they will make you stand perfect and complete in the will of God. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The Bible says in Romans 12, 2, we all know the scripture. It says, and I, I says, and be not what conformed to this world, but be what transformed. But so by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. That was the prayer of Empamphras. That the people of God, that you and I, we stand in the will of God. That was his labor. Hallelujah. So uh, we're going to pray. Amen. I want to encourage you, make sure that what you're laboring for, amen, as eternal. Amen. Results. Praise the Lord. When you want to do something, ask yourself, how will this benefit my eternity? When somebody's telling you to do something that you know is a challenge, you know it's not right. Ask yourself in your head, how will this benefit my eternity? Very, very important questions. But he labored for the people of God that they will stand complete in the will of God. Hallelujah. God is calling laborers, not only to preach the gospel, but I'm telling you to pray the prayer. Amen. God is looking for that man. He's looking for that woman. Are you going to be that man? Are you going to be that woman? Hallelujah. It's your choice. Like I said, and I've read earlier, God is no respecter of persons. If you make yourself available to God, he will use you. If you linger in his presence, he will rub his oil upon you and he will anoint you. I'm telling you, sometimes when you are being anointed, God is looking for character. God is looking for consistency. God is looking that rain or shine, can I trust this man? Rain or shine, can I trust this woman? God is looking for a man or a woman, amen, that he knows that comes what may. Remember what God did to Abraham. He gave him the promise, Isaac. And then he told Isaac, now God knew that Isaac was the most precious thing to Abraham. And God says, now Abraham, take your son, your only son, and sacrifice him to me. Ha, kaba, husa, kaba. What is that thing in your hand that is so precious that you are laboring for? If God is to ask you today, take that thing and give it as an offering to me. Are you willing to do it? I'm telling you, when you begin to labor, when you yield your life to God, when you surrender to God, when you linger in his presence, I'm telling you, you will realize that God can have whatever he wants. He can take whatever he wants. But also, one day, God can turn your life around. God can take things away today, but God can give you more than you had. The example of that is Job. 
Job faced so many things and he didn't, he didn't even sin. He didn't do nothing wrong. But the Bible says the latter end of Job was better than his beginning. I'm decreeing and I'm declaring to you in the name of Jesus, like Empamphras, if you decide to be a man, a woman of prayer who are going to labor for your brothers and sisters, labor for the kingdom of God, labor in the realm of the spirit so that the church, the people of God may stand complete in the will of God. I'm telling you, God can change your life just like he changed it for Job. Right now, you may think, I don't have nothing. Things are difficult. When, well, I want to ask you a question. What do you have to lose? Labor for God. Amen. Stand for God. Let them laugh at you. Let them say you are funny. But I'm telling you, once you stand for God, I'm telling you, God will stand for you. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So the Bible says he labored. And here in verse 13, Paul said, I bear witness that he has great zeal for you. You see, because this man was laboring, even the apostle Paul says, yes, I can witness this guy is laboring. He's praying for you. He's, he's, he's working hard he's, so that you will stand in the will of God. And I can bear witness because I see him that he has great zeal for you. Where are you putting your strength? Where are you putting your zeal? In your life, I want to encourage you. That change that you want to see, be deliberate about it. And your life will begin to change. In Jesus' name. The Bible says in Psalm 69 verse 9. We're going to pray. It says, Because the zeal for your house has eaten me up. You understand? What is this is saying is that Jesus also said this in, in John chapter 2 verse 17. He says to his disciples, remember it was written, that the zeal for your house... The zeal, what is, what is making you zealous? What are you zealous after? What are you really seeking after? Is it the zeal for the house of God? For the things of God? I want to encourage you. Let the zeal of God consume you. Let it burn within your heart. In Jesus' name. Look, we're going to pray. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. So I want to encourage you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I just spoke those words to encourage you. Just like Empamphras. Hallelujah. Just like he prayed. So that we can stand in the will of God. Hallelujah. I want you also now to begin to pray. We're going to look at his prayer as we have done. You know. So first of all, I want us to pray. And Pamphrest, he said, number one, he's one is what is 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 one of you. He's a servant of Jesus Christ. I want us to pray, amen. That God, amen, that God will make us. That God will make us a servant of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So I want us to pray. I explained to you briefly what a servant means. A servant is someone who serves. A servant is like an ambassador. You know, a servant is somebody who, 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 who waits on somebody. You understand? And that's what God wants us to do, to wait on him, to linger in his presence. So I want to encourage you right now for us to pray the prayer that Empamphras prayed for the church in our lives. Hallelujah. It says that, that you know, we, first of all, we want to pray that as servants of God, amen, that our lives will we, we reflect Christ. 
The Bible says you are the light, light of the world. That means you cannot be denied. You have to be noticed. So I want you to pray that your light will shine. Amen. As you are seeking God, let your light shine in Jesus' name. I'm telling you, when your light begins to shine, people will admire you. They will say, where did you come from? Huh? They will look at you and say, eh, it's like they, they don't know what to say. say. Am I seeing what I'm seeing? Because let me tell you something. There's something about the anointing. When God favors you, I'm telling you, you, you'll be surprised what can happen. You'll be surprised. Even people that have ignored you, they will begin to notice you. You get to a place you cannot be ignored. So as a light, because the word is dark, when your light begins to shine, and I'm decreeing to you tonight, in the name of Jesus, that whatever you put your hands to, that the light of God will shine in your life, in the name of Jesus, that you will not be denied, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In the area of your influence, you will not be denied in the name of Jesus. So open your mouth today and begin to pray with me. That in Jesus' name, hallelujah, as a servant of God, your light will shine. In Je The Bible says, arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Begin to pray right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the power that is in prayer. Lord, we are praying tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. Not by by might not by power but by your holy spirit lord we are asking you oh god that we will not be denied we have to be noticed let our light show shine before men that they may see our good works and we glorify our father that is in heaven in the mighty name of jesus anywhere they're trying to dim your light anywhere they're trying to dim your light in the name of jesus I declare you are unstoppable in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare that your light will shine. Your life will shine in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You will not be denied in Jesus' name. And Pamphras was praying. He said he is a servant. Paul said he is a servant of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Make sure in your life that you be a servant of God. Mando Robo Sikamalamusanda. Hallelujah. Makatarama Santa Ramanda. Oh, light is coming. Your life will shine. Your life will shine. In the name of Jesus. I don't know about you, but I believe my light will shine. Hallelujah. Makatarabo Santa Ramanda. Oh, Brakato Rika Makata. Lenderebo Santa Ramando Ribakataya. Le Bosaka Brika Malabo. Le Benderika Taramasaya. Father God, anything that is causing darkness in our life. Let it be removed in the name of Jesus. Let the light of God so shine. Makota Ramanda Ramanda. Oh, that we cannot be denied. Mando Robo Santa. Let us sit in the seat that we should sit in. Elevate our lives, oh God. Open our mouth to speak so that people will hear your word. People will hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mando Robo Sikaba Ramanda Raman. Father, we will not be denied in the mighty name of Jesus. Our light we shine. Our light we shine. Mando Robo Santa Ramando Ribakataya. In the name of Jesus. Makata Robo Santa Ramando Ribakataya. 
In your area of influence, you will shine. Hey, it's your day of exhortation. I decree and I declare it in Jesus' name. You will not be denied. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. In Jesus' name. This is the prayer of Empamphras. Oh, hallelujah. He said he was a servant of Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Then he says, he greeted them, salute and said, He says, always. He said what? He, he always laboring. He was always doing something. I'm praying. I'm, I want our next prayer point. That God will bless the works of your hand. Remember the prayer of Jabez. He says, oh, that the God of heaven will bless me indeed. That I will not cause pain. Then he says, enlarge. Enlarge my... Enlarge. I want you to know, God wants to enlarge. Amen. Your capacity. But are you in that place where you've been laboring so that you can deal with that enlargement? Hallelujah. Is your container big enough to contain, amen, where God wants to take you? In the name of Jesus. So, he said he labored. So, I want you to, I want to pray that whatever you are putting your hands to. Do you remember Joseph? The Bible says, God, blessing was upon Joseph. And Potiphar, our Pharaoh, saw that. And what did he do? He put all of Egypt's power in Joseph's hand. And because God's blessing was upon him, Egypt flourished in time of famine and they fed. The Bible says, Joseph opened up the storehouses. I'm decreeing and I'm declaring in the name of Jesus. Ha! Through your life, you will open up storehouses for other people in Jesus' name. Makata Rabo Santa, begin to pray right now. Amen. That you will have a spirit of a laborer, a worker. Amen. In your own life, in the church, in the kingdom of God, spiritually be a laborer, physically be a laborer concerning the works of your hand, and you will begin to see the increase of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Don't say, oh, there's a famine. Remember, the Bible says, Jacob, in the time of the famine, he sowed and he ripped an hundredfold the same year. In the name of Jesus, you will reap. Your labor will not be in vain. In Jesus' name. Begin to pray right now. Begin to pray. Father, thank you that you have blessed the work of our hands. Our labor will not be in vain. And Pamphras, ha, Masoka Bahanda, he was a servant of Jesus Christ. He was one man like us. And he prayed. He labored for the people of God. Father, in the name of Jesus. Mahasaka Baramanda. Lord, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you will bless the work of as we labor. Father, you will bless our lives. There will be a change. There will be increase. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Amen. Before we move into the next section. Hallelujah. He says, and he's, he, he not only that, he labored, then he says, and he labored fervently that in prayers, then he says that you may stand perfect and complete in the will of God. That's going to be our last prayer point tonight. Amen. As we move into the next section, that you may stand complete and perfect in the will of God. Now, this is very important. 
You know, I read earlier in Romans 12, verse 2, when it says, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So, Empamphras prayed that the people of God will stand complete in the will of God. And it is my prayer today for you, amen, that we will stand complete in the will of God. Because when you are in the will of God, I'm telling you, God, all God has for you, amen, you just walk into it. Hallelujah. That's why the Bible says, goodness and mercy shall follow me. Ha. When you're in the will of God, amen, you'll find that wherever you're walking, don't worry about the pressure, it will come. Don't worry about the heat, you will get hot. But they will not overwhelm you. The water will not drown you. The fire will not burn you in the name of Jesus. Yes, you feel the pressure, but you will overcome it in Jesus' name. So we're going to pray, amen, that you and I, we stand complete in the will of God. This is very important. Many people are running here, running there, doing this, doing that. But when you know where you're supposed to be, ah, there is peace that comes to your heart in Jesus' name. So we're going to pray, amen, that your life will be complete in the will of God. You will fulfill your purpose. You will fulfill your destiny. Amen. Amen. You will be that man. You will be that woman. Your voice will be heard in the name of Jesus. Your light will shine in Jesus' name. So open your mouth right now. Oh, Rabo Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Manderebo Santa Ramando Ribakataya. Hey, Saboko Rika Makata. Breketerianda Raba Santa Ramanduria. Makata Rama Santa Ramanda. Father, in the name of Jesus, we will stand complete in the will of God. Mandarabo Santa Ramando Ribakataya. Lebo Sakaba Ramanda. Anything, Father God, that is not in your will for us. Father, remove it in Jesus' name. We want your perfect will. We want to be complete in your will. We want to walk in the path you have ordained for us. In Jesus' name. We want to possess all that you have for us. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you that our life will be elevated. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Empamphras. Empamphras. He's one of you. He's one of us. But he labored in prayer. He labored for the people of God. I want to encourage you in your life that you will labor. You will labor in the kingdom of God. You will labor in the work of God. You will labor in the purposes of God in the name of Jesus. Because when you do that, I'm telling you, your life will begin to shine. Hallelujah. And your day of exhortation will come. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise the Lord. Amen. We're going to continue to pray on the other side. But I love to keep my word and don't go over. Sometimes we go a few minutes or five minutes over. But thank God, we say an hour is an hour. Praise the Lord. Remember, these prayer meetings, they're to encourage you to kickstart your prayer life. If you don't have one. And if you have one, to, to, to put some zeal, some fire into your prayer life in the name of Jesus. Amen. So thank you for coming. God bless you. We will be here next week in the call to prayer. Make prayer a business. Amen. Pray when it's cold. Pray when it's warm. Pray when you're on fire. Pray when you're not on fire. Amen. Pray. Amen. In the winter. Pray in the autumn. Pray in the spring. Amen. Pray. Amen. Prayer is in every season. Hallelujah. So make prayer. Hey, make prayer. Amen. Make prayer. Amen. Make prayer. Amen. Make prayer. Make prayer. Make prayer. A business in your life. In Jesus' name. Because there is a call. God is calling us. Amen. The only way we're going to know the will of God. It's when we're in his presence and we can hear his voice. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
Amen. So, Father, we want to thank you tonight for the power of prayer. Lord, even as we go, go with us as we go to the other side. I pray those who have come today that you will go with them, you will bless them, you will anoint them. And Father, just like Empamphras prayed and labored, I pray when they labor for their own life, for their purposes and for their family, that you will bless their lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Amen. God willing, we see you next week. Amen. Recording stopped. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Okay. Amen. Amen. Well, praise God. Just going to take some prayer points. Do you still have the same one you had the other day? No, just a prayer of thanksgiving, really. Okay. Uh, what has happened? You're giving thanks, huh? <laughs> Amen. Okay. Amen. Well, that's true. We can give God thanks. Because sometimes, you know, we can always ask and petition God and labor and all that. Sometimes it's good to just, just imagine, yeah? Even if in a relationship or whatever. If somebody's always asking, oh, come on, give me a kiss. Oh, do this, do that. You know, it's nice for somebody just to say, you know what? I just want to just wanna just be with you. and just, just, be, just spend time with you. You don't want nothing. I just want to just chill out, be chat. Do you understand? There's something special about just appreciating people for who they are and, and, and stuff like that and what they are to you and it's so true you know that's a very good point so the prayer of thanksgiving it's true the bible says in all things we should God give thanks so we just want to thank god for our lives for our family and in every situation whatever we're striving for that god we bless it in the name of jesus father we thank you for the power that is in prayer lord we just want to say thank you thank you thank you for our lives thank you that father i'm not saying what has happened is good but father many have not made it to today but we are here thank you for protecting us thank you for keeping us thank you for your protection thank you that we are not dead but we are alive thank you that we are not sick but we are well thank you for your protection thank you for your covering thank you for our families thank you for our financials financial situation thank father we just want to say we love you we are grateful for you in the name of Jesus. We are grateful, O oh God. Mahosaka Brekenderikata. Masaka Borianda Rabasanta Ramadoribakata. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. And amen. God bless you. God. Amen. Welcome to the call to prayer. Amen. Um, this this week theme, uh, I've entitled it is something I'm going to share that I believe will bless us before we begin to pray, which is the the, the pioneering spirit, the pioneering spirit. Uh, I'm sure all of you know what the word pioneering means or have an idea, but we will look at it, and as we go on, in Jesus' name, Hallelujah, praise God. So. I'm just going to um, share a little bit on this. And then we've, I've got some prayer points that I want us to pray. That in our lives, that, you know, whatever we are pursuing and we want God to do and fulfill the will of God in our lives, that, you know, God will give us that grace in Jesus' name. Amen. So we're looking at the pioneering spirit. The pioneering spirit. Hallelujah. 
So let's just look quickly in Ephesians. This is a very well known scripture. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 to 21. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 to 21. The Bible says, Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think, according to the power that works within us. To him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. You know, I just want to focus on the on the first part of this verse, which is number 20. It says, now, the word now, as we know, it means now. It means this instant. It means right now, this moment. So, right now in your life. Remember, the title of this short word is to exalt us and encourage us. It's the pioneering spirit. You know, and, 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 and what right now, I just want to ask you a question. What are you doing right now concerning your, your destiny, concerning your, your purpose? You know, um, I don't know how things are going for you, but for me, I had a very bad news um, uh, this week. You know, a very good friend that, um, um, you know, that used to encourage me and we've gone different places together to, to teach the word, to preach and, and all that. You know, as recently just passed away a few days ago, you know, and, 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 and one of the things that he loves to say is that whatever you do, do it with eternity in mind. You know, whatever you're going to do in your life is very important because we make decisions every day. So whenever you're going to do something, say, how is this going to affect my eternity? Amen. So, I just want you to have that in mind. So, the scripture says, Now unto him who is able, it says, to do exceedingly, abundantly, it says, above all that we can ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. I want to encourage you this evening in the call to prayer that there is a power at work within you. That you are not just a nobody, but you are made in the DNA, amen, of the creator of the heavens and the earth. The breath, the rurak of God is in you. Amen. God breathed, the Bible says, into man the breath of life and man became a living soul. The very fact that you are alive, it means that God is in you. Hallelujah. That your life matters. Amen. You see, one of the things I'm realizing more and more, that no matter what we do or how we do it, that the clock does not stop to tick. You understand? What I'm trying to encourage you today that in the pioneering spirit is that I want you to understand that you have a purpose. Your life is not in vain. Maybe you have not discovered your purpose. But I want you to discover it. Your purpose is not something you think about and then you make up. Your purpose is what God who made you and I has ordained for you and I before the foundation of the world. And the reason that we're still here right now, it means that we still have something to do. So I want to encourage you. I don't know what you are pursuing in your life. But I want to encourage you. That you have a divine purpose. And there is a reason for your being. And one of the ways you can be happy. Is when you pursue your God given purpose. As I read the scripture. It says, so it says now unto him that is able. So it means now. That means whatever age you are right now whether you are 10 whether you're 20 whether you're 40 50 60 70 whatever your age is or age group or age bracket or 80 as long as there is breath in you 
The Bible says the gifts and callings of God, they are without repentance. Hallelujah. That means God's calling is still upon your life. That gift that God has bestowed upon you, you can still fulfill it. So I want to encourage you. The Bible says now, now, right now. I want to encourage you and ask you this question. What are you doing now concerning your destiny? What are you doing now concerning your purpose? It's very, very important that you pursue your God-given purpose. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. So we're looking tonight at the pioneering spirit. So let's look at this word very quickly. What is a pioneer? We all have a rough idea. A pioneer, obviously, is a is a you know is somebody who starts something, who discovers something. You know, I've, I've I've put down a few things I want us to look at very quickly. So when we're talking about the pioneering spirit, what that means is this: that you got to understand that God. You understand, He is the Creator, and because His breath is in you and I. That means that creative power, that creative ability is in all of us. So I want to encourage you. I don't know where you may be right now in your life or how you are feeling or what you are going through. But I want to say this to you that you've got to look within yourself because the answer is in you. You understand? God is in you. So let's look at this word very quickly. What is a pioneer? A pioneer. In a quick definition, I've got some definition here. A pioneer is someone who helps to open up a new line of research or technology or art. Basically, a pioneer also is one of the first colonies or settlers in a new territory. So a pioneer is someone who starts something. You understand? Who is the first? You understand? Now, you may look at the world today and say, wow, there's so many people doing this and this. What can I start? What can I discover? I want to say, you have not. if you have not yet discovered who you are and why you are on this earth, then you need that pioneering spirit to kick in your life. Very, very important. Let's look at a few more meaning of this word pioneer. It means a pioneer is someone who opens up an area or prepare a way. In your life, in your family, what area are you opening up? And what way are you preparing? Very, very important to think about this. Also, pioneer also means is someone who takes the lead or initiative in part- to participate in the development of something. What lead are you taking? What initiative are you taking? What preparation are you doing? What development are you doing in your life? You know, it's very, very important. Like I said in the beginning, the clock is ticking for you and for me. You understand? And you've got to make your time count. Very important. You have to make your time count. In Jesus' name, you have to make your time count. Also, the word pioneer, it means to open up and explore a new area. You know? Now, you, you got to understand something. When we're talking about the pioneering spirit, it means you as a man, you as a woman. Do you understand? There is something creative inside of you. Because we came from the creator. It's very important. Let's look at um, a scripture here, what the Bible says. You have been blessed 
with something. So you can't look at me and say, well, I can't be a pioneer of anything. I don't have any gift. That's not true. Because when God made man, this is what the Bible says. In Genesis chapter 1 and verse 28, it says, And God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the flow of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Hallelujah. So the first word we hear, it says, and what? God blessed them. The word blessed, it means to be empowered. You see, you have been empowered with your destiny. Your destiny, your purpose is in you. You have to learn to activate it. Because a pioneer is someone who goes to a place, amen, and starts something that has never been started before. Now, many people are doing all types of business, all type of inventions and everything today. And people are going, wow, wow, wow. What I'm saying is, what are you pioneering? You understand? Because God, Bible says, God bless them. That includes me and that includes you. How are you manifesting the blessings of God in your life? Because the word blessed, it means to be empowered to prosper. Hallelujah. God has given you the ability that whatever, like I read the scripture in the beginning, it says, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think, according to the power that works within us. I want to encourage you, don't feel you are nobody, but there is a power that is at work within you. And it's the Holy Ghost. I want to encourage you, activate that power. Amen. You must believe that you are blessed. That whatever you do has to prosper. If you start a business now, it has to prosper. It has to excel. Because you are blessed. You have to believe this. And you have to know this in your spirit. That's why I read the scripture. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, that them includes you. Amen. That them includes you and I. Hallelujah. That them that God has blessed, it includes you and it includes you and I. It says, and God blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish. You see, the blessing will make you to multiply and to be fruitful. So, I don't know what's been happening in your life, but wherever you're being putting your hand into something and it's not being fruitful, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke that spirit of unfruitfulness because you must, the blessing must flow. It's God's word. It says, and God blessed them and said unto them, be fruitful. And then God says, multiply. Then it says, after you've multiplied, replenish. Hallelujah. Make it, make more and more. So your life supposed to count or supposed to run from your life that affects your family, that affects your Jerusalem, your Samaria, and all the uttermost parts of the earth. That's very, very important. Very important. Let's look at another scripture that will encourage us here. We're looking at the pioneering spirit. Amen. You are, you are the creator created you. So you have creative power. Amen. You can birth something in your life. Amen. Your life must count. 
You can't just be on this earth and expire and you've done nothing and you've achieved nothing. Amen. You have to go back and sit down and look at your life and say, where am I going? Do you understand? What am I doing? What, what am I putting my time into? What am I putting my strength into? Very, very important. In Luke chapter 1 and verse 37, the Bible says this. It says, for with God. I love this. It says, for with God. It says what? Nothing shall be impossible. So, get this into your spirit. It's very important. So, remember what I said. It says, now unto him that is able to do. Then it says, exceedingly and what? Abundantly. Then it says, above all that you are able to conceive in your mind. That means God is able to do much more than your thinking process. No matter how high, how low, how wide, how deep you think. The Bible says that God is able to exhaust your thinking. So what is stopping you from pushing forward and achieving your purpose and your reason for being? You have to ask yourself that question. Remember, God is your partner in this. God is your partner in this. The Bible says, for with God. It says, nothing shall be impossible. Hallelujah. Nothing shall be impossible. Praise God. Nothing shall be impossible. I want to encourage you tonight. That make your life count. Amen. Amen. There are many things happening. We're hearing good news. We're hearing bad news. And nothing changes. And the thing that hits me when I heard the announcement on, on, on a few days ago, you know, I just looked around and I said, guess what? It's just another day. <laughs> Everybody's doing the same thing. Those who are bad are being bad still. Those who are good are being good still. Those who swear are swearing still. So what I'm saying is time is ticking. But we all have an appointed time. What am I saying? Don't allow your time to run out and you have not fulfilled your purpose. You must know that you have a pioneering spirit in you. A spirit that can birth something. That dream, that desire, that God-given passion, that God-given reason for your being. I want you to discover it so that you can fulfill it in the name of Jesus. That's so important. We're not here by accident, but we're here with divine purpose. Hallelujah. There is a divine purpose for your life. Your life is not in vain. You matter. Your life counts. You've got to understand that. So the Bible says, for with God. It says all things are possible. So that means whatever your, it's, whatever your mind can conceive, amen, it's possible. If you can think about it, let me tell you something. Everything that you see right now, the chair you're sitting on, that, that, that TV you're looking at me on, that phone you're looking at me on right now, I want you to know that was a thought in somebody's mind. You have thoughts in you. You have desires in you. Amen. There are things in you that you need to bring out. I want to encourage you. Don't allow anybody to stop you to bring out, amen, what God has put in you. It's very, very important. 
Because by you discovering who you are and living out your purpose, you become a blessing to your family. You become a blessing to your community. You become a blessing to your nation. You become a blessing to the whole world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's just look at a quick scripture. We're going to pray soon. Hallelujah. In, in Psalms 37, verse 37, it says this. It says, Mark the perfect man, and behold the upright, for the end of that man is peace. What does it mean to mark the perfect man? What does it mean? Well, I mean, we all know perfect. You think someone, you, oh, I'm not perfect. But let's look at what it means to be perfect. The word perfect is a simple word. It just means to complete something. When you, you've done something to what you're supposed to be, then it's perfect. That, that's the, talking about your, your dream, your purpose, your goal, your God-given desire, your reason for being. Amen. You are alive for a purpose. You have to see yourself. I'm telling you, very important how you see yourself. You have to see and believe that you matter, that your life counts, that you are special. Very, very important. So the Bible says, mark the perfect man. So what does it mean to be perfect? Interesting word. Let's have a quick look at it. Perfect, it means to be... Um, it means to be excellent or to complete beyond practical or theoretical improvement. So when you do something perfect, it means you complete something. It also means excellent. And also perfect, interestingly, means this. It means to bring to completion or to finish. So, I want to ask you a question. Perfect also means to bring to perfection. Make flawless. Hallelujah. So, what are you bringing into completion in your life? I want you to know, whatever plant you are, you must ask yourself this question. How is this going to affect my eternity? Is this going to help me to bring what I want into completion? What I'm seeking to do right now? What I'm planning to do right now? Very, very important questions. John chapter 9 verse 4. This is what Jesus said when he was on the earth. Remember, Jesus was only here for 33 years and he left. He finished his purpose and he left. They tried to kill him before his purpose. It was impossible. Listen. If you have to watch your life because if you're not walking in your purpose, it's possible that something could happen. Anything can happen at any time. But one thing I know, when you're in your purpose, your God-given purpose, the Bible says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. You see, when you are in your God-given purpose, see, they tried to kill Jesus when he was fulfilling the will of God, but they couldn't. Because he says, my time has not yet come. And they wanted to push him off a cliff. But he just walked right through the crowd. See, when you are in purpose, God will preserve your life. So it's very important for you to find your godly purpose. Very important. So he says, I must work the works of him that sent me why it is still dead then it says the night cometh when no man can work you see that word night it doesn't necessarily it can also mean the night that people don't work at night but as you know these days we have people who does night shift we know people who work at night but this night i believe is also talking about the sleep 
it can do also with death. He's saying that when it's day, day can represent life. You're alive now. Yeah? So work the works. Work your work. Work your plan. Pursue your dream. Be zealous after what you want to get in life. Amen. Pursue your godly purpose. It's very, very important that you do that. Don't say you don't have nothing. Don't say, oh, I don't have a gift. Oh, I don't have anything. Oh, that person over there is gifted. That's why they're doing so much. That one there has got a gift, but I don't have anything. That's not true. Now, very quickly, in the book of Matthew, chapter 25, verse 13 to 30, it talks about the parable of the talent. You know, I want us to pray. It talks about the parable of the talent. Let me just go this quickly so we get the meaning of this. The Bible says, For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. You understand? The fact that you are alive and God has breathed in you, he has put in you life, his goods. Amen. The life of God is in you. Verse 15 says, And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to everyone according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. So the Bible is saying here that God gave every man, every one of these servants, according to their ability. So what am I saying to you tonight? That there is something that you can do. There is a talent that you have. You cannot say, I am not gifted. I don't have anything. Whether it's a one talent, whether someone has ten, but that one talent can multiply. Hallelujah. Remember how this old earth got to be populated. There was one man, Adam. And then God took a rib out of him and made a woman, Eve. And out of that one seed, out of that one gift, out of that one talent, the whole earth became populated. So what am I saying that? No matter if it's only one gift that you have, if you mature your gift, if you develop your gift, I want you to know that your gift can bless the earth in Jesus' name. So he gave them according to their abilities. Hallelujah. You know, I just want, I want us to pray. So I don't want to go on too long. But he gave them according. You, there's something you have. You have the gift. So what am I saying? Don't say I don't have nothing. So I'm saying that the pioneering spirit, that spirit to pioneer, to birth something. Amen. You, many of us, we have dreams. And then we don't want to die and our dream die with us. I don't know about you, but I refuse to die. Amen. My dream must come out. It must manifest. You have to be purposeful like that concerning your dream. It's very, very important. Whatever you're pursuing in life, you have to be focused. Listen, family will try to distract you. Wife, husband, children will try to distract you. But you got to be focused on what you are pursuing in the name of Jesus. You have to be intentionally deliberate. It's very, very important. You have to be intentional in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So the Bible says, he gave them and he went on his journey. It says, then he that had received the five talent went and 
traded with the same and made them and made them some them over five more talents basically and likewise the one who had received two he also gained another two but the but he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his lord's money after a long time the lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them and so he that had received the five talents came and brought over five talents saying lord thou deliverest unto me five talents behold i have gained beside them five more talents hallelujah listen that gift that you have in you it must multiply it must increase your life must be a blessing to many amen it's how, it's how it's important how much you make your life an urgency you have to understand you are special don't let another human being tell you that you are not special you when you understand who you are when you understand who is in you when you understand who breathed life into you then you will begin to understand that you are special hallelujah praise the lord Twenty-one, and his Lord said unto him, "Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Go into the joy of your Lord." He also that had received two talent came and did the same thing. Then the one who had received the one, then the one which had received the one talent came and said, "Lord, I know that thou art an hard man." Think about this one. When I read this, I was very, I was thinking, if you know that your master, your Lord, is a hard man, and then you don't do nothing, and he's going to come back, what do you think is going to happen to you? You see, your life is an investment. (laughs) God has invested his, his, his spirit in you. Hallelujah. What are you going to do to make your life count, even for your own benefit? I want to encourage you, whatever you find your hand to do, do it with all your mind. Whatever you're doing, begin to push, begin to plow. Hallelujah. Amen. Something has to give. Hallelujah. You will be you will multiply. You will be fruitful. You will be blessed. In G- purpose it in your mind. Because in the beginning, the Bible says, and God blessed them. You don't need someone to come now and lay hands on you and say, You are blessed. Go and pro-. No, no. God has blessed you already. Go. And be fruitful. Go and multiply. Go and replenish the earth. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want to encourage you as we I was on a, I want us to pray. But let me just finish quickly with one scripture. The Lord said unto him, If you know I'm a hard man, he says, Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchanges, and then at my coming I would have received my own with increase then the bible says take therefore the 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 talent from him and give it to him which have 10 talents that's why if you look at this world today you're finding out that people who have a lot and people who don't have much they're the one giving to those who have because they're not you're not developing your talents please there's a gift in you There's a pioneering spirit in you. 
Make up your mind. Know you are special. Know you are important. Know that your life counts. Know that your life matters. So you have to watch how you walk. Amen. You have to watch your associates. You have to watch, hallelujah, how you move. Praise God. Because your life matters in Jesus' name. Going to read one more scripture and then we're going to begin to pray. Hallelujah. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse 10. This is what the Bible says. The Bible says, whatsoever your hand find to do, it says, do it with all your might. For, more, for there is no work or device or knowledge or wisdom in the grave where you are going. I'm going to read it again in case you didn't catch this. Whatsoever. Now, I always clarify this when it says whatsoever. I know the Bible means whatsoever. But the Bible is meaning this with what is moral, what is according to God's word, what would be a blessing. Because some people, when you say whatsoever, <laughs> they say, well, Bible says whatsoever, <laughs> you know. But what is good? Amen. What you can be proud of. Amen. What you don't mind being displayed. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. So the Bible says here in Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse 10, it says, Whatsoever your hand finds to do, it says what? Do it with all your might. For there is no work or devices or knowledge or wisdom in the grave where you are going. So we have to do something when we're alive. It's very important. Our life has to count. Your life matters. Don't say I'm old now or I can't do much. That Listen, there is still something you can do. You can be a blessing to your children. You can be a blessing, amen, to your family. You can be a blessing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. I want us to begin to pray. You know, and if you can unmute, if you can, where if you can't, that's fine. But if you can, well, I want us to, yeah, I want us to pray a little bit. We only got about another 10 minutes. We're going to pray and then later on, those who want to pray a bit more, we can go into the other section. But I, I've, I've put down some prayer points that I want us to pray concerning what I've just spoken a little bit about. Having a pioneering spirit. Hallelujah. You've got to complete something. Amen. You've got to finish something. Amen. Your life matters. Amen. You've got to fight the fight of faith. You've got to run your race. It's very, very important. Very important. Hallelujah. So I want us to pray. And our first prayer point is this. Hallelujah. I want to pray concerning our us pursuing, amen, the will of God and a pioneering spirit. You know, if we, I want to, our prayer point is that we are praying for God to open our eyes that we may see. Very important for you to see. Open my eyes, Lord. Help me to see where there's opportunity. You know, you know the Chinese word for crisis. It means opportunity. So when a Chinaman sees crisis, he sees opportunity. So look for opportunities in your life, in your sphere of influence, in your area of influence. Look for opportunities that you can do something with your life. Very important. So we're praying our first prayer point. Lord, open my eyes. This comes from 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 17. When and the Bible says, when the, the Eli, 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 Elisha was, was surrounded with his servant, with chariots on the left and the right. And the servant was fearful. And then Elijah prayed this prayer because the servant was so afraid, saying, we're surrounded. What are we going to do? They're going to kill us. Then Elijah said to him, Lord, open his eyes <laughs> that he may see. See, you've got to see beyond where you are. And Elijah prays and said, Lord, 
I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened his eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountains was full of horses and chariots of fire, fire around about Elisha. You see, sometimes you may think there's nothing going on because you can't see it. But there are things that we can do. There are things we can create. There are things we can use our mind. So we need our eyes to be open. Very quickly before we pray into this. Proverbs 29 verse 18. The Bible says, where there is no vision, the people perish. Very important. You've got to have a vision. You've got to be able to see. I want us to begin to pray into this right now. Concerning the pioneer. Lord, open my eyes to see opportunities. Open my eyes to see. Reveal. Amen. My destiny, my purpose, my reason for being on this earth. Wherever you are located, I want you to know. God has a plan for you. You must understand that you count. Your life matters. So let's begin to pray right now that God will open our eyes in the name of Jesus. That we may begin to see. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for the power that is in prayer. Father, tonight as we begin to pray concerning having a pioneering spirit. Father, open our eyes that we may see the opportunities before us. Open our eyes even in our lives. Mahosaka breaking the Rika Malanda. In the mighty name of Jesus. Mando Robosika Barandereke Tarabaya. Oh my God, open our eyes tonight. Open our eyes so that we can see. Makata rabo santa ramando riba kataya. Oh rabo saka brekende rika malalama saya. Le bende rianda ramasanta. Father, every spirit of blindness, remove it from us in Jesus' name. Where we cannot see opportunity, let us begin to see. Oh, where we cannot see open doors, let it begin to open in the name of Jesus. Makata ramasanta ramanda ramanda. Open our eyes, oh God, that we may see. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, we want to see. Hallelujah. Makata rekendi, rekenda rabaya, brostaka brekendi. Father God, open our eyes. Manderebo, santa ramanda rabasika baramanda. I rebuke every blindness from the eyes of the people. Manderebo, santa ramanda ribakataya. In the name of Jesus. Father, the Bible says the God of this world has blinded their eyes that they may not see the light. But tonight, in the name of Jesus. Manderebo, saka baramanda ramasanta. I pray. Pray that your eyes will be open in Jesus' name, that you may begin to see. Makota rika makata lebosa kabre kende rika manda. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray that you will begin to see in Jesus' name that you will see opportunities. Oh, rabosaka, that you will see business ideas. Makata ramanda that witty inventions will come your way in Jesus' name. Makata rabosanta ramande ribakataya. Open my eyes. Oh God, that I will begin to see in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You will begin to see. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. I want us to pray into this in the name of Jesus. Amen. If we are going to have a pioneering spirit, amen, we have to break the spirit of fear in our lives. Very important in 2 Timothy 1 verse 7. The Bible says, For God has not given unto us a spirit of fear, but of love and of 
power and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. Amen. Any spirit, that spirit of death, that spirit of anxiety, that spirit of timidity, that spirit of procrastination, that spirit, amen, of laziness, every spirit of fear in our lives. Sometimes we are afraid to take a step. We are afraid, afraid to make a move. Amen. But this is the day, this is the hour, this is the age for us as the people of God. Amen. To step out. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. The Bible is very important that we rebuke the spirit of fear. Amen. Remember the storm when it came. It brought fear upon them. They were crippled with fear. And Jesus was asleep comfortably. And he came and he rebuked the wind. Amen. What am I saying tonight in the name of Jesus? Any spirit of fear in your life, I rebuke it in Jesus' name. I command it to go right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Makata rabo santa ramanderi bakataya. Le bosaka brika malabo santa ramanderi makataya. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. I want us to pray. Amen. Very quickly into this. Amen. You see, when you have a pioneering spirit, you have to learn after you've overcome your fear. You have to learn to launch out. Amen. Take a step. Launch out into the deep. Amen. Amen. I want you to stand up. I don't mean stand up physically where you are. I just mean I want you to stand up in your life. Amen. Don't be afraid to speak. Don't be afraid to stand for what you believe in. Amen. If you believe you deserve better, then, then that means you deserve better. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. If you believe your life must change. Amen. You've got to understand. You have to launch out into the deep. It's so important for us to launch out into the deep. Let me read a scripture to you very quickly. In Psalms 107, verse 23 and verse 231, it says this. Verse 23 says this. They that go down to the sea in ships that do business in great waters. Ha, it's time for you and I. <laughs> to begin to do business in great waters. Hallelujah. Amen. It's time for us to begin to do business in great waters. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Verse 24 says, These see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. Hallelujah. Oh, there are wonders in the deep. When you take a step, when you branch out, when you decide to become a pioneer, when you be decide to become, amen, a barrier breaker. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You will see the works of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And you will see the works of the Lord. You will not see them in the shallow end, but you will see them in the deep. The deep speaks of faith. It speaks of that you're not depending, you're not holding on to nothing, but you are trusting in God and God alone. So what am I saying tonight? I want us to pray. Amen. That we will begin to launch out into the deep. Amen. If you got a business idea, launch out into the deep. Amen. You want to change your life, launch out into the deep. Amen. Take that step of faith. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Mahosa, begin to pray right now. Oh my God. Mahosa kabrika malande rebeya. Masaka brostanta ramando ribakataya. Father, tonight, in the name of Jesus, we are launching out into the deep. Makota ramasanta ramando ribakataya. Le benderi makata ramasia. Le bosa kabrika malaboya. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, help us to launch out into the deep. Amen. Amen. That vision you have. That dream you have, that desire you have. Remember, you are talented. You are gifted. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, begin to launch out into the deep. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Amen. I want us to pray for one more before we move into the next section. Hallelujah. Very, very important. I want us to pray for the spirit of wisdom. Hallelujah. I want us to pray for the spirit of wisdom in the name of Jesus. I want us to pray for what? The spirit of wisdom. Very important. You know, if you are going to have a pioneering spirit, amen, you are going to be a birthing things, amen. You need to have wisdom. Very, very important. The Bible says in James chapter 1 verse 5, it says, If any man, now, this man is talking about mankind, not only the main man. Very important to get that. So the Bible says, if any person, hallelujah, <laughs> if any man lacks wisdom, says, let him ask of God that giveth. You see, God is the giver. Amen. He give you wisdom for your dream. He give you strength to fulfill your purpose. Amen. He give you the knowledge you need. Amen. So all you need to do is ask God. Amen. Whatever you're lacking in your life, ask God. Knock on heaven's door in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. you got to make up your mind that I cannot remain in the same place. Ah, I have to change. You have to change. Your mind has to change. Your life has to change in the name of Jesus. So we are praying for the spirit of wisdom. You know, I, I, hallelujah. I got, I got this um, definition, you know, from, um, sadly, a pastor just passed away, you know, Pastor Joe. He said, this is a definition he gave on wisdom, which I, I liked. Hallelujah. He says, what is wisdom? We know that wisdom is the right application of knowledge and all that. But he puts it into this, and I like this. Then we're going to pray into this. He says, Wisdom is the accurate application of knowledge based on one's current knowledge of understanding. But I read it again for you. It says, Wisdom is the accurate application of knowledge based on one's accurate knowledge of understanding. That means the, uh, the knowledge you have now and the understanding you have now, you, your wisdom cannot go beyond that. That's why it's very important for us to pray that if we lack wisdom, that God will give us wisdom. So I want you to pray that wisdom for your for your life, wisdom for your work, wisdom for your marriage, wisdom, wisdom for your family. Amen. In every area of your life, amen, that God will give you wisdom in Jesus' name. So the Bible says, the Bible in says, if you lack it, because the Bible says wisdom is the principal thing. Amen. And the day we're living, I'm telling you, you cannot move as a fool. You have to move as a wise man, as a wise woman. It's very, very important that we move with wisdom. The wisdom from God. The wisdom that is from above. Hallelujah. If you move in godly wisdom, I'm telling you, God will give you wisdom beyond your age. Hallelujah. You will speak and people will wonder where you got your knowledge from. Because you'll be speaking by revelation. Praise the Lord. So I want us to pray as we close this section. In Jesus' name, that God will give us the spirit of wisdom. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for the power that is in prayer. Father, give us understanding. Give us knowledge. Give us wisdom. Know how to treat our brothers and sisters. Know how to treat our children. Know how to treat, oh God, our wives and husbands. Father, give us wisdom. Oh, your Bible says, in Proverbs, wisdom has built a house. Uh, you build things with wisdom. 
Hallelujah. The Bible says wisdom is better than strength. Hallelujah. A man that has muscles and can knock out other men, you can beat them with wisdom. I'm telling you. Wisdom. Hallelujah. Pray that God will give us wisdom. That every day we will have wisdom. The wisdom of God. Amen. That whatever we do, we will move wisely in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for the power that is in prayer. In the name of Jesus, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. God willing, I'm praying and I'm believing that you will have a pioneering spirit, that you will birth things in your life. Don't be afraid to take a step for that idea you have. Amen. That dream you have, you will not die with it, but you will give birth to it. Amen. That baby you're carrying, that vision that is inside of you, it must manifest in Jesus' name. But let it come out with wisdom in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to close this section so that those of us who want to remain and pray and, and take some prayer requests, we can do that. Because I like to keep to my word. Amen. We have a time of for an hour and then we move on to the next section. So for those of you who have joined us, thank you very much. God bless you. Come next week from 6 a.m. and p.m. to 7. Amen. We're going to share a little word and then we're going to pray into certain things in Jesus' name. So this section, Father, I thank you for those who have come today. Father, you see their lives. You see what needs to be birthed. Father, I pray that their pioneering spirit we begin to manifest in their life. That idea they have. Give them witty ideas, witty inventions. In the name of Jesus, Father God, you said you bless them. Father, I pray as they go, you will bless them today. That this week, Father, whatever they touch, will be blessed. Father, whatever door has been shut for them, begin to open it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you and thank you for coming. Amen. I'm going to close this section and those of you who want to join us, you just can stay on and we're going to pray into other things in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you very much. God bless you. God bless you. And we'll see you next week in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen.